This week's show is brought to you by HealthyMail.com. Just go to HealthyMail.com or call 877-4-VIAGRA. That's the number four and Viagra spelled out. Use the code word glory and you'll get 20 pills for $49. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. From Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way, we bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. It sure as shit is political. It's political. And there is <laughs> nothing you can do about no it. welcome, man. Motherfucker, Can't everything is political right now. Everything that is, except for yeah. Tulsi Gabbard, who voted present. Yeah. Yeah. Present. Mm-hmm. The only person in the history of the United States. Now, granted, it's not a long storied history of impeachment processes. Right. There's only been three. Yeah. Uh, there was almost four, but Nixon realized, hey, I could get pardoned for these crimes if I don't get impeached right. for them. <laughs> so he decided to go with the fucking latter rather than the former. Do so you, back, back when being a crook still had some integrity attached right. to it, <laughs> you know, when you, were, when you had, when you had a, a fucking sense to be ashamed of uh, your crimes. Fucking Gabbard, though. Do you think she meant to say president? <laughs> <laughs> She thought, if I flip this, I'm the next president. <laughs> what kind of person is like, all right, it's a binary choice. You're asking people to vote for you yeah. to be the primary decision maker. Now, yeah. what is your decision <laughs> on one of the like most pressing political issues that you will That's ever awesome. face? Uh, pass. Yeah. <laughs> Hard pass. Pass. I quit. Who is supporting yeah. her now? Uh, and you know that? Did you read her her reasoning? Why? She, no, she I, said that I stuck a fucking eye, knife <laughs> through my eye, <laughs> a knife through your eye, pluck out part of your brain so oh you can be on the same God. level. Here's here's what she said. I think he's guilty. I just don't like the process that we're going through that's dividing this country. That's her re- rationale for voting president. Pres- for voting president. For voting president. <laughs> that's the reason why she voted president. Because she was, she she thought he was guilty. She thought he was guilty, so she couldn't vote no, but she also didn't like the process because it's tearing this country apart, so she voted president instead of yes. That's why. That's why. Coward. Coward. Straight Absolute coward. fucking it's, coward. It's, Independent in the spring, guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yep. Independent in the spring. Yeah, I don't. I fucking just fire this woman. Like if if, well, if she's not live, running again, so I, good. When, yeah, it, not yeah. at all. No, she. Well, she's not. It? She's not running for Congress. I don't think. I think she's stepping down. Oh really? Yeah, I think she's. Quitting. So she can pursue her. So present she can, career. Yeah, so she can pursue her president. <laughs> present president. Presidential present. There's yeah. no upside to this. I was trying to think. Like, I think she thinks it's like maybe it doesn't piss off either party or either group. This pisses off everybody. Yeah. Like, dude, who does this not piss off? Well, I think, I think, you know, when you think about it, she has, she's trying to play a numbers game with the people in America 
who are middle of the road and don't really care about this, right? There's a there's a group of people in America, I'm sure, that she's trying to appeal to. I'm sure she, I'm not going to say sure, but I hope that she has people behind her that are trying to give her, you know, advice on what to do. And this is the best that they came up with. Now, granted, I, they probably all tied their shoes together too right afterwards. I know. Because I can't imagine. But at the same time, you know, that's her strategy. Right after it happened, Pelosi gave a mom look to everybody in there who was going to cheer. I love that. Which I love too. I love that. I love that too. And I got to say, Tlaib, Rashida Tlaib went to the to the impeachment, was walking down with her staffers and they were all smiling and laughing and one of them's like, woohoo! Like, we're going to go impeach this guy. And that is a bad look. It is. It's a terrible. bad look for us. It's terrible. Here's the thing. Very immature. I will say this. I'm not happy that he's impeached because you know what that means? It means he's a fucking criminal, yep. right? Well, and you know, like, like when we say criminal, we mean that he 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 used his power. There's And there's no disputing this. Like, there's no yep. disputing the facts because they spent nine, ten hours on the fucking floor yesterday debating the exact same thing and not a single Republican was like, the facts are in, the facts are, uh, in question. In question. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna debate these facts. No, none of them. Every single one of them was like, "Yeah, he totally did that. He and, totally and that's did. Okay. He totally yep. did that, and that's okay, and that's a normal process. And it's not a normal process, and it's a fucking crime. You know, utilizing your own, trying to gain your get your own personal gain off of this is absolutely abhorrent. It would never fly if it was anybody else on the other side for these Republicans. It yep. would never fly. They would never want this to happen. They are such a party of selfish fucks that they can't pull themselves out of the fucking equation for 10 seconds to be like, no, you know what? We need to make sure the system's okay. We don't need to worry about our party right now. We need to make sure the system is, is in place yeah, and working correctly. But there's no, there's no broader view on this. There's no broader view. Like, you know, like one of the, one of the best things that's been said is like, you got to understand, like, the Democrats don't win if Trump is impeached. because no, we get Pence. Yeah. You get Pence. Yeah. It's not like the Democrats, like, oh, good, great news, guys. Cory Booker's in charge yeah. for a year. Right, exactly, yeah. Right? We don't draw a hat with the people who are, don't draw names out of a hat from the people who are currently in right. the Democratic it's, running. It's not, it's not like, like like the Democrats are like, we vanquished thee, and like, oh, we're in exactly, charge. right. Like, and I see a lot of this conversation, and like, and the conversation centers around this idea that this is a trial in the same sense that there's a criminal trial. That like he that that, that Trump has that that the same kinds of things are at stake. All the worst the worst thing that happens here is he gets fired. Yeah. Right? That's it. Like we're talking about, we're not talking about whether a man goes to jail or not. Yeah. We're not talking about it, you know, the, a man's liberty is at stake. We're talking about whether his fucking job for the next one year or so. Yeah. Like his temp job yeah. is at stake Essentially, here. Yeah, yeah. That's what, like the stakes are not actually, like in terms of, of saying like, oh my gosh, like, we, like we're treating him like a criminal. I see a lot of this conversation about like, you know, the unfairness of the process. And I dispute that the process is unfair. I think the process is fair. But it's also like, Man, imagine if we treated anybody else losing their job like this. Yeah. Imagine if, like, you're going to go to work, and in order to lose your job, there had to be even a process. Yes. An inquiry of some right. sort. Right. Yeah. You know, or that you even had to deserve it yeah. in some way. Yeah. Instead, like, like regular fucking schmucks like me and you, we go to work, and it's like, if the boss is like, today you don't work anymore. Yeah. You don't work Go here. away. Yep. Yep. That's all they have to do. They don't have to tell you why you don't no. work here anymore. No. no. Not at all. Nothing 
We're not talking about a criminal indictment. Not We're not talking about way. jail time. We're not talking about liberty loss. Yeah. Well, and and I I think when we celebrate this, when people mm-hmm. are celebrating it, to get back to that for a second, I think like, you know, I'm not happy that our president tried to leverage his position to, for his own political gain. I'm not happy about right. that. I'm not happy that he did that. It's a sad day that our president did this. I agree with you. Like, we shouldn't be here. Like, what we should be doing is having, like, substantive arguments about our differences in policy. That's what we should be doing for four years. Every four years, that's what we should do. Like, we should have, like, real and meaningful substantive conversations about, like, our differences around the direction of the country. We shouldn't be in a place where we're like, yeah, like, you fucking sold us out for your own political purposes. Amazing. We have to spend a year of everybody's life going through this fucking dog and pony show to see whether or not you get fired while we accomplish nothing. The nation stalls. We we like, the country deserves better than to have effectively no governance. Now, I will say like, as somebody who disagrees with literally everything Trump has ever done, no governance is the amount of governance yeah, I want him to exactly, have. That's exactly, yeah. But I don't want it this way. Yeah. Like, this is not how, this is not the right thing. Nobody is winning because when we treat like, the future of our country and like as a game to yeah. play. Yeah. It's not a game. It's not a game. This isn't football. No. This isn't some other game where it's like, yeah, great. My team won. Your team won. Who's ah, you yeah. know, where the stakes are very low. Yeah. The stakes are super fucking high. Well, and that, and, and, and we all lost. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like one, one side won. We've all, we all lost. lost because of this. This isn't a win for anybody. It's not a win for a side. It's a loss for everybody. And one of the things that they kept saying over and over and over again um, in the uh, in the impeachment when they were doing when they were talking about it on the floor when they were debating out on the floor yeah. they kept talking about how they've had it out for this president since the beginning they're trying to impeach your vote is what they're trying to do they're, the, the Republicans kept yeah, saying it over right. and over again and I kept thinking to myself I'm like he has to do something wrong in order for us to impeach him right it's like yeah. Talib did come in saying impeach the motherfucker, but she was talking about the Russia thing. She's talking about the Mueller report. She's not talking about this because this came to light after they came into office. This isn't, this phone call happened in the summer. I know. It didn't happen. It didn't happen fucking two years ago. It happened in the summer. Nobody disliked a president as much. Like Obama was very disliked. Right. Right. The, the, the right hated Obama, but like he didn't do anything impeachable. So they couldn't fucking impeach him. Couldn't do anything about it. Just don't have scandal. Yeah. Maybe don't have a series of scandals. Maybe don't have so many scandals that like it's difficult to remember what all the scandals are. Maybe don't pay off a porn star as a campaign contribution. Maybe don't have weird, creepy meetings with foreign governments. Maybe don't stand in front of a fucking helicopter and be like, hey, China, maybe help me out with my political campaign. Maybe don't have a call with the Ukraine where you're like, Hey, $400 million of aid may or may not come your way, depending on whether or not you publicly announce an investigation. I don't give a shit about whether or not I don't care whether the investigation happens. Right. It's the announcement of the investigation, which is purely political. (laughs) That is, the announcement of investigation is only optics. Optics is exclusively political because all it does is influence people's perceptions. Like, maybe just don't be awful. Like, you can... You know who I never thought should be impeached, even though maybe he should have been, is George W. Bush. Yeah. I hated George W. Bush. When he was in office, I thought he was a horrible president. Looking back, I think history will judge him now as the second worst president of many generations. Like, maybe not of all time, but like... Certainly 
Yeah. Certainly, like, he's in the top two or three of the worst yeah. presidents. Ever. 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 Agreed. Like, he's a monster Terrible. of a person. Terrible. His cabinet was an atrocity. I, everything about his presidency, I disagreed with fundamentally at its fucking core. But I was never like, we should impeach him. Yeah. Uh, we got to vote this fucking guy out. Yeah. We got to vote the guy out. I did think, I did wonder at one point whether or not, like, he should be tried for war for crimes. Lying. For lying and saying, yeah, yeah for because the he, weapons of mass destruction right. at least. Yeah. But part of me is like, I think he was misled by his own cabinet. Could like, be. I'm Could not be. 100% yeah. sure that's not I the think case. that's real easy with George Bush. Like, <laughs> yeah, with W? <laughs> super easy to mislead that guy. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he didn't seem uh, like he was very, 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 very super whip smart, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, a, a fucking a special assistance dog with its own problems could fucking mislead him. Are you kidding me? Uh, you know, the other thing that's really appalling about this whole procedure is McConnell and Graham oh God. already saying that they've already made up their minds. And then they, 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 they play that against the tape of them talking about Clinton years ago and how they were just like, oh, we've got to hear everything. We got to make sure we hear everything we can. And it's so funny to hear their stance on it back then when it was a Democrat. And now you roll it forward and you're like, oh, okay. This is how you guys handle it when it's a Republican. Hypocrisy means nothing. No, nothing Hypo whatsoever. Like, because, because it's games. It's yeah. gamesmanship and it's winning. And it's like, it's this bullshit, my side, your side stuff. Like yeah. none of these are principled yeah. men. These are garbage people. Garbage, horrible, monstrous people that are hurting us. They are hurting the country so much. The things you want, the things we need as a country to be safe and to be economically powerful and to have like some fucking quality of life. Mitch McConnell, one fucking person somehow walks around and fucking pisses and shits and is just a regular person and is hurting 300 million of us and we're letting him do yeah. it. And it's astonishing. Like that guy is supposed to swear an oath saying that he will be a fair and impartial yep. juror. Yep. And he's already come out publicly and said, I have no intention of being a fair and impartial yeah. juror. Yeah. He said as much. And, and, and like, he said like, I am working directly with the defense, like with the white house yeah. to coordinate this trial. Like when, like what the fuck is going on right now? Like all of this is illegal. Like this is a, subversion of the system. Yeah. And we don't care. Yeah. Somehow, and I don't understand how, we don't care because like we've gotten so caught up in the games. Yeah. We've lost our principles. Yeah. And it's and it's it's crazy because right now, you know, we know Russia's doing all this shit right now. They we know that they're trying to manipulate our elections. They're they're continuing to try to manipulate us over and over and yeah. over again. And even now, we know it's true and there's nothing we can do to go back to stop that. We can't stop right. it. We can't stop it now because, because right now, there's no push in our government whatsoever to try to prevent any of that. Well, and the right has blocked legislation over and, and over, funding. Over and over. They, like, we are actively blocking the funding and the legislation that we need to put into place to make sure that our elections are sound. That's not a democracy yeah. anymore. Yeah. You're handing democracy over to foreign governments that are hostile to us. Yeah. It's Russia. I don't understand what happened to the right. Like, I don't I don't get it either. Like, they fucking suck the shriveled dead dick of Ronald Reagan more yeah. than any other party Absolutely. ever. And that guy fought a cold war with Russia. And somehow the right is fucking got it right up the fucking took us with Russia and is grinning about it with every thrust. They can't stop. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the party that's supposed to hate Russia? I thought so, but... 
they are a party of opportunists. And I think that whatever helps them, they will use. And this is a perfect opportunity of that. Do you think it's because they see the writing on the wall that republicanism is demographically dying? And it's just like, all right, well, if we can't appeal to the masses anymore, if we can't appeal to young voters, if we, you know what I mean? Yeah. If we, if we are demographically dying, then the only way we win is procedurally. Yeah. Do you think that that's a part of it? I don't know. I, I think, I think there is something to be said about that. If you look at how, you know, how things get gerrymandered and, you know, the way in which they, they try to control the elections and they have for a long time, right. purging voter rolls. Now that's coming out. Oh Many God, different places are purging different voter rolls. And so, you know, we're, we're there's a difference between the two parties. One party wants everybody to vote and wants to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to vote and the other one wants to limit it and got to ask yourself which one's better. We got to ask yeah. yourself like which one is democracy? Yeah. Like the it's so funny because like the right somehow has um they have they have copyrighted the idea of patriotism. Yeah. And they've they've trademarked the idea of nationalism. And at the same time that they do that is the same time that they like fucking make the fucking constitution into their own personal snuggie yeah. and walk around with it. <laughs> like they are the they are the party that like seems the most hell bent on having the least de- democratic processes. I will say this and we're going to cover a couple Trump stories in sort of quick succession here. This will be our this week in Trump uh, to open the show. Um uh I want to talk about a couple of things that happened um with Trump uh, and the impeachment. But the first one is um, Nancy Pelosi is going to be holding on to these articles for a little bit. I I, I just saw this. This yeah. is a developing story. Yeah. Like all this shit is just happening yeah. as yeah. we're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. She, she wants to, she wants to hold on to the articles until she gets a guarantee from the Senate that they will do a fair trial because clearly right away when they go on these Fox news shows, they've already said they're not, they're not interested in a fair trial. What do you think about her doing this? Um, It's okay. So it's, uh, initially I was like, wow, that's an interesting way to do it. That's basically what they did with, you know, they've done this, they've stalled over and over and over and over again mm-hmm. throughout, uh, throughout, you know, the last several years. And it's, it's, it's served the Republicans very well to stall. Um, you know, Neil Gorsuch is a perfect example <laughs> of that. Um, but, uh, but it, al- already their spin on it, McConnell's already responded He's saying, what, did the prosecutors get cold feet already? Are they sure that their bill isn't, their their impeachment isn't going to hold up to people? And he's playing it. He's spinning it because yeah. he doesn't want to, he, he thinks that, that he knows what's going to happen. I mean, let's be real honest. You got to get 67 votes in order to happen. fucking remove him. That's not, that wouldn't happen with any of the Congresses going back to like the seventies. Yeah. Like there's no chance it's going to happen. Yeah. Maybe you could flip six or seven guys from the other side, but you can't flip. I mean, gosh, how many do you have to flip? That's 20 people. You got to flip. It's over. not happening. It's not, not happening. Happen. There's no way 20 people are going to jump ship from Trump. Nope. That's just not going to happen. So, you know, the outcome already, I think, the problem is, is that they want to, what they really want to do is get all the people who are on, that are on Trump's staff that he told not to come or the former staffers right. that he told not to come to come and actually say shit out loud. He wants to, they want the, they want to make sure that they hear that stuff out loud. And if, you know, if they dispute some of those facts and they, they come out as lying on, you know, in the Senate, that's a big deal for yeah. some of those people. And I think that's what Pelosi wants is to make sure that they come out and do that. And that's what all the Senate wants. The Senate, at least the Democrat side, wants that to happen. But they're, I think they're, the, the Republicans are going to do what they're going to do, which is they, they don't mind that it stalls. They'll be able to try to spin it as best they oh, can. This is, I, I thought this was super weird, actually. Yeah. I disagree with this. I, and I like Nancy Pelosi, so maybe yeah. she's just playing chess two steps ahead yeah. of me. 
She's a smart, smart woman. Yeah, oh yeah, she's a smart lady. So, but I like, because Mitch McConnell was basically like, well, then don't send it to me. Yeah. What? Well, don't give a shit. Like, what if you never send it to me? Yeah. Like, and I kind of agree with him. Like, if all you do is impeach him in the House, and then every day you don't move it to the Senate, we look like we have, like, to the people, like, it looks like what it is. It looks like a broken, fractured government yeah. that can't even get impeachment done. Yeah. We can't even decide what we've decided. Yeah. It, we, we're Tulsi Gabbarding the whole fucking thing. We're just like, ah, we'll get to it or not. Yeah. Like, it, it, this doesn't play well for the Democrats unless it plays out perfectly. And that seems so dangerous uh, to me. You know, and it, nothing ever not, plays out perfectly nothing, for us. Look around. Nothing has in the past several years. Yeah. So um, the other couple things. Um, he oh tried to bully, uh, cyber bully um, Greta Thunberg again, which was great. Um, he had said, one of the things he had said to her, he had tweeted at her. Trump said, Greta must work on her anger management problem and then go to, go to a good old fashioned movie with a friend. Chill, Greta, chill. She changed her Twitter bio to a teenager working on her anger management problem, currently chilling and watching a good old-fashioned movie with a friend. It's the second time she's done it to him, yeah. and each time it's made him look like an absolute blithering idiot, and yep. I love it. I cannot love it enough. I, I love that he can't bully a 16-year-old girl. Well, It's like, I don't know how... Oh, boy. Okay. All right, she got me. Like, And it's all she has to do is just, like, not it him. Yeah, this is uh, this is also Trump faces backlash oh, yeah. after John Dingle held joke uh, during Michigan rally. Uh, basically, what he said out loud was, um, you know, let's just listen to it. Let's just listen to it. Debbie Dingle, that's a real beauty. So she calls me up like eight months ago. Her husband was there a long time. But I didn't give him the B treatment. I didn't give him the C or the D. I could have. Nobody would have, you know. I gave the A-plus treatment. Take down the flags. Why are you taking them down? For ex-congressman Dingle. Oh, okay. Do this, do that, do that. Or rotunda, everything. I gave him the, everything. That's okay. I don't want anything for it. I don't need anything for anything. She calls me up. It's the nicest thing that's ever happened. Listen to how he's talking about her. This is a woman who lost her husband. Yep. After years and years, and he's and he's mocking her for crying on the phone. Yeah, and he's it's, also like making a big deal about doing the only decent thing you can do that cost him nothing to do. It's not like any of this like was a personal yeah. difficulty for him. It'd be like if it'd be like if I was like, oh my god, when your you know spouse died, I sent flowers. So like you, now you got to blow me. Yeah. <laughs> like, and what? it's also not his decision, right? right? Like a lot of this stuff is up to Congress. It's not even his decision. Right. Thank you so much. John would be so thrilled. He's looking down, he'd be so thrilled. Thank you so much, sir. I said, that's okay, don't worry about it. Maybe he's looking up, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. the implication being that he's, he's in burning in hell, yeah. which these fucking numbskulls believe in. Yeah, right. This is, that's, that's what he did this week. He said that this week about her, um, about her husband. And one of the things she, she said back was like, look, this is a really difficult time. My first Christmas without my husband and you've made it harder. Thank you. Like, yeah. thanks for doing that. Appreciate right. it. You know, right. He's attacking her because she's not allied with him. Yeah, politically. Cause she, cause she voted right. for impeachment. That's God, how he's a classless human being, man. Now Tom, this one you didn't hear about when you came in, I said, Hey, what about this thing? And you said, Oh, what? And uh, so I'm going to just going to play it for you. Uh, and I came into office. I did a lot of this sinks, uh, showers, all of this stuff. I did a lot of it. No water comes out. You have areas where there's so much water you don't know what to do with it. You turn on the shower, 
You're not allowed to have any water anymore. I mean, we do a lot of it. Uh, dishwashers, did the dishwasher, right? You press it. Hold on a second. Can we just pause for a second, Cecil? He is sweating. He is, he, he is absolutely fucking sweating like an absolute pig. He is rendering yeah. right now. I, I, have, I have done some fucking shit in my life and I have sweat my own puddle. And this man is standing. Yeah. Like his, he is standing in place right exactly. now. And he is, he's exerting himself so much. He is sweating like mile 24 of a marathon. You know, they always talk about like, oh, you know, what if we get another Trump, another Trump, another uh, four years of Trump? And that's a possibility, very much possibility, yeah. especially after, you know, what happens here with this impeachment and how this plays out. There's a possibility, but I don't know that we're ever going to get a four years of Trump. <laughs> I, I look at this guy who's standing in place, sweating and nearly dying, and I think probably not going to happen. Anyway, he's going to say he's going to talk about dishwashers here in a second. Dishwashers, did the dishwasher right? You press it. Remember the dishwasher? You'd press it, boom, there'd be like an explosion. Five minutes later, you open it up, the steam pours out, the dishes. Now you press it twelve times. Women tell me. <laughs> Women, Women tell, tell me. me. <laughs> What is what is happening? Did that just happen? That just happened. Women tell me that you press it 12 you times. You press the button 12. Yeah. So what he's basically saying is, I don't understand how dishwashers work yeah. anymore. But the ladies say, <laughs> you know, because they bitches in the they, kitchen. They wash the dishes. Oh, my God. Again, you know, they give you four drops of water. And they're in places where there's so much water, they don't know what to do with it. So we just well, we should waste it, goddammit. Yeah, if it. you've got a natural resource, <laughs> you should waste, waste it. it. What you should do is, and it's funny too, because you're just like, yeah, okay. So what we're going to do is make an individual dishwasher for everybody in the country. So Chicago area sells its own dishwasher. California sells its own dishwasher. Yeah, that's what a company wants to do, <laughs> right? A company. No, instead what you do, dumbass, is you go for the fucking least common denominator and be like, hey, they're having lots of droughts in 15 areas in the country. Why don't we sell a fucking, uh, you know, a, a dishwasher that handles that and still performs just fine in other right. areas. Well, like, I love the idea that you're just like, well, we could use more resources. Well, sir, we actually don't have to. We've got, we've, we've just, yeah, technology figured better. that out. Yeah. yeah. No, but we should just, you, yeah. you know what we should do? We should all just drive around a Canyon Arrow. Like, are it's you fucking <laughs> true. It's true. What is happening? It's true. With the Raglan dishwashers, we're going back to you. By the way, by the time they press it 10 times, you spend more on water and electric. Don't forget, the whole thing is worse because you're spending all that money on electric. So we're bringing back standards that are great and better machinery, but you can have the water again. Huh? He's basically saying, look, I am going to bring, I'm going to cut down regulations so that I'm going to get rid of energy star shit yep. and, and anything that has water conservation. And I'm just going to get rid of it. Yeah, I feel like this is one of those like crazy person moments where you're like, we're actually having a conversation where the solution is, wouldn't it be better if it was less efficient? Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. No, that's what the word efficiency that means. Is, that is the entirety of the anti-environmental stance. And we've been talking about that for years. You put two people in a room and you're like, yeah, but we can make it better now. So it doesn't use as much gas. It, it gets better mileage. It's better for the environment. And they're like, why though? Yeah, and right. it's everything. They just respond with the letter Y and CHO <laughs> over and over. And they're like, why though? Why though? You're just like, are you fucking two years old? Are you a fool? What is wrong with you? Just make it better. We can make things more efficient. We don't have to fucking like mine a fucking six tons of cobalt for us to do <laughs> X, Y, or Z. We could stop doing that. It's like, it's like if you just changed 
how we pay. If like you just like you had this conversation, be like, okay, let's let's change the conversation. Imagine you had to pay for everything with your fingers. Like if everything cost a finger. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, you gotta wash the dishes. Would you like that to cost one finger or three fingers? <laughs> well, I like my fingers. Okay, well, I like water. Yeah. Like we have, we have there's a finite amount of this stuff. Why are you wasting it, stupid? Glory hole in extremely long black cock. This story comes from CNN.com. It's kind of a big story, actually. Mormon yeah. church accused of stockpiling billions and avoiding taxes. Like, just so you understand what billions here means, billions means about a hundred billion, billion dollars. dollars. Yeah. And in case you guys are curious, churches aren't allowed to stockpile money. So that's a really, really, really big deal. Churches are allowed to be tax exempt because they're 501c3. They're 501c3 the same way any other charity is a 501c3, which means that there's a limited amount of cash reserves which are available, which, which they're allowed to keep on hand. They're a charity. So they are supposed to act as a community good. That's the only reason that churches are tax exempt because they're supposed to like pay into the community. Hoarding a hundred billion dollars yeah. is not paying it back into the community. It's you can't do this. This is a great big fucking deal. Yeah. And it says, <laughs> one, one thing it says is, as a whistleblower alleges that billions of dollars collected in ties, mandatory donations by members, was invested in an investment arm of the church, uh, but in 22 years, it had not been distributed to charitable causes in accordance with the IRS rules according to complaint. How isolated do you think an incident like this is? You know what oh, I mean? Like constantly, constantly we hear about, you know, we hear about churches acting like they're charities, right? That's the thing is that they say, we are a charity. We are a charity. It's weird to give it to a middleman in my opinion, but hey, you know, you do right. you, right? You know, like if you think your church is doing the right thing, great. I know that they also have to have a building and like a fucking person who works there and like a bunch of other overhead costs that are also included in that, but whatever you do you. But when it comes to this, how much are they just keeping? They can't stockpile this money. They're not... That is just not something that they can do. I have no doubt that like Scientology does it. Yeah. You know, from everything that I've read, there seems to be ample evidence that Scientology does it. And they're just it. not the using it. it. They're just not using it towards charitable causes. Yeah. They're not supposed to care. There's supposed to be money in, money out. Yeah. You know, that's how this is supposed to work. Money in, money out, or you don't, or you don't get tax exempt status. And it's not like they don't get to exist. Like, let's be really clear about that. It's not like anyone is saying like, look, if you want to keep your money, you can't exist. No one's saying that. What they're saying is if you want to keep your money, that's cool, but you're a business yeah. and you get taxed. You get taxed just like because everybody that's else. profit yeah. off your revenue. Yeah. It says here in the statement, the church made no mention of allegedly accumulating $100 billion, but did say, quote, all church funds exist for no other reason than to support the church's divinely appointed mission, which uh, is really pretty churches, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, make Salt Lake City beautiful again. <laughs> I don't know. What are like they're stockpiling this money for like the end times? I'm what? serious. I read a different article. It says like really? the yeah that they're they're stockpiling oh, this is it money in gold or something like which will be equally worthless to the dollar in the end times. Can we chat about that for a minute? <laughs> We've talked about this talking in the about, past. I'm talking about the past. Like those fucking dumbass motherfuckers who are like, well, you know, if the economy crashes, I'm gonna be all right. Because I have gold. It's like gold is just money that's heavier. It's just, it's, it's, it's not just, food, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's a pretty, thing I it's trade. Pretty. Right. That's it. 
Money is something well, that's not, that's worthless yeah. that we pretend is worthwhile. And then we hand it to each other in exchange for things that have objective value, like water you can drink or a home you get to live in. Objective value. And then money is this fucking pretend thing that makes the world go round. Gold's the same thing. Yeah. It's just metal that's shiny. <laughs> like, if I'm hungry and you're like, would you like some gold or would you like a Whopper? <laughs> I want a Whopper. <laughs> Like there, like there is, there are times where a whopper is has more valuable than gold. Yeah, yeah. like the like gold is a fake. It's just money that just fucking a pain in the ass to carry around. Did you hear in this story that they're saying that like the whistleblower in this, um, because of the IRS rules, they have an opportunity to take what is it, thirty uh, percent of the taxes collected? No, I yeah. missed that part. So the whistleblower gets up to thirty percent if they collect taxes on it, and that tracks because. The whistleblower for Ukraine got a half of a fighter jet. So, <laughs> he's just sitting in the back half. He's waiting for the front half to get delivered. Buddy, for $30 billion, there's nothing I wouldn't blow. I I like, well, it's not 30, you know, it's it's a third of what they collect off taxes. Okay. So it would but it would still be in the millions yeah, of dollars right, easily. Right. Yeah. Um, which I think is great. I'm still putting it in my mouth, is what I'll I'm tell saying. you what. I'll tell you, well, not only am I, I'm also doing that too. But like the idea too is like, I think that's a great way to, to make sure that people stay honest, yeah. right? You put that you put that clause in there and then suddenly people are like, oh, they're going to watch yeah. you. They'll pay attention to you. Yeah. <laughs> like Fucking A, a get uh, on the train, yep. baby. You know, holiday movies actually do make me feel really good. Christina, I love holidays, but those sappy Hallmark holiday movies... If my wife wanted to watch that marathon, I would actually pay her money not to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this story has been kind of all over the place this week, right? Wing watch. Uh, Brian Fisher, Hallmark caved to the gay Gestapo. Now, gay Gestapo. A, a little bit of background before you play the clip. So Hallmark had an ad which had a uh, lesbian couple getting married and they kiss. Then they pulled the ad because... One million moms just consists of about 47 actual yeah, members. 47, I, I don't yeah. think I'm wrong. Yeah. No, they 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 got up to like 400,000. But again, it's it's some people like, that's likes. And yeah. that's like, okay, well, how do I know that you like the page because you're not just making fun of you it? or follow Yeah, right. Yeah, right. So the one million moms, they, they complained that Hallmark had two ladies kissing. Oh my God, really? Yeah. And so, so Hallmark Cinemax. pulled the ad. Yeah. And then like, everybody was like, we want to see two ladies kissing. Everybody, everybody was like, yeah, stop the presses. Right. And they yeah. put the ad back. They put the ad back. Yeah. Because they realized, they suddenly realized, they're like, huh. So one tiny little market share said no. Yeah. And one giant market share said yay. It's yay. I made the mistake of reading some comments on the New York Times about, about this thing. And people were like, they're so stupid. It's unbelievable. They're like, Hallmark only cares about the money. They... Pulled it when they bought. Oh, shit. And I was like, yeah, that's what businesses <laughs> that's what do. Businesses do, you idiots. Like, do you think that all Hallmark has some fucking principled yeah. stance What's here? What's the mission statement of Hallmark? And they all like stand behind it. They're like principled. They're like, no, you take that money elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I read that. I was like, yeah, companies only care about money. Yeah. They're companies. No, it's not shit. people. It's not like you said like, well, the Tom flip-flopped. Fuck out of here. Tom has no morals. So it's stupid. like stupid. Hallmark flip-flopped. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right. They caved. Of course they caved. At what at what yeah. point is that news? That is not the news this here. Is, this happens with every single business. Right. The business gets pressured because they made a fucking bonehead maneuver and then they change their fucking, they, they change or they don't. You know, there was a bunch of backlash. Do you remember when the fucking Cheerios commercial came out that had a fucking interracial couple on it? I do. And you're just like, and people are just like, oh, what the fuck? And you're like, where is this? What is happening? And you couldn't, I couldn't oh, literally. What are they, Negroes? I literally couldn't believe that there was backlash to an interracial. I was like, I what fucking timeline am I in, man? And like, there was backlash to that. And I'm yeah. glad that like, you know, Cheerios, there's enough people who eat Cheerios who aren't racist, right? Yeah. There's just like enough non-racists yeah. that are like, no, Cheerios are cool. I'm going to keep buying Cheerios. And so they didn't buckle to it. But here's the thing. Play that commercial 60 years ago. Right. Yeah. They'd it like, would have never, they would have 100%. I don't care where your morality is because your morality should be, yeah, man, interracial couples are fine. You're an idiot if you think otherwise, right? right. That's where the real morality is. The but if if you roll the clock back, they would have absolutely changed their position and would have right, taken yeah. that commercial off the air and been like, we're really sorry. We actually turned all the Cheerios black for <laughs> a little time so you could beat a bowl of Cheerios and feel good about yourself. They would have fucking 100% came. Right. They wouldn't have even, they wouldn't have even run it. Like right. They, you know I know, I mean? like, but like still. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, I love the idea that it's like, well, that company doesn't have any morals. No, they don't. That's not what they do. Don't look to fucking corporations for fucking moral guidance. Yeah. They write, you know what they also, they don't mean anything on the gift cards either. Right. They don't mean it. They don't mean it. They don't know your Aunt Jane. They don't know she died of cancer. They don't give a fuck. They sold you a card. Yeah. They don't mean all the cards. Look, most of these companies, if they could make more money selling Jew ovens, yeah. they would sell Jew <laughs> Are ovens. Are you kidding me? Of course they would. <laughs> all right. This is Brian Fisher, also in favor of Jew ovens. <laughs> Hallmark, earlier or late last week, they actually pulled ads off of their programming that celebrated homosexual marriage. There was an ad that was run, produced by an organization, a company called Zola. They specialize in doing wedding ceremonies, and what better place to advertise your wares than on Hallmark, which is nothing but gushy romantic stuff. Gross, <laughs> disgusting romantic stuff where you have to touch your wife. Nasty, <laughs> disgusting, horrible stuff like that. It's a whole channel where losers love each other like jerks. <laughs> Good place to advertise wedding services. And one of their ads had two lesbians kissing. Well, our organization, One Million Moms, headed up by Monica Cole. It's just like the only mom on the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> she just has, she has a, a million cardboard cutouts of herself. She stands in front of those standees. <laughs> Sent a letter to the CEO of Crown Media, which owns Hallmark, complaining about this and complaining about the offense it is to pro-family viewers. Their children do not want to turn on the Hallmark channel and see that kind of stuff. Okay, question for yep. you. Got a four-year-old at home? Four, five? Five? Five. Yep. Yep. What happens if he sees something like that on TV? Would, oh. he even, would he even talk to you about it? Would he even ask you about it? Uh, I mean, it would, it, would, it would raise hell. He would ask for a brownie. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would give that brownie to him, and then he would knock some water over yeah. on the table. <laughs> And then he wouldn't wipe particularly he, well. Because he has later. your genes and yeah. he's ultimately very clumsy. Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing would happen at all. He wouldn't notice. Nobody would yeah, notice. Yeah. It's like, it's a controversy to people that like fucking raise controversy yeah. over it's a, it, it's right? A, it's a controversy to people who are super grossed out by it as adults and can't 
like stop their own reaction. Right. Right. The only reason the kid would ever pick up on something like that is if the adult picked up on something yeah. like that. Well, it's like, well, I, you know, you can change a channel. You're not required to watch the Hallmark channel. You know, like, right. I don't like action movies very much. I find them boring. When they're on, I'm like, oh, I can press one button and I don't have to you watch have to it anymore. It. Yep. And then I press that button and it goes away because yeah. that's the magic of television. Yeah. You don't have to watch things you find objectionable. Yeah. I don't, like, everything doesn't have to be, like, they, they talk about, like, how, like, the, the gay agenda, you know, wants to force these ideas on us. Well, just change the channel if you don't yeah. like it. Nobody's forcing anything. I could see if maybe somebody was fucking clockwork oranging you yeah, to right. watch this. Yeah, shit. like like the you you start changing the channel. You're like Jesus, this is only gay people's bedrooms. What is happening? <laughs> so the CEO called Monica, called us back, left voice messages for our president, President Tim Wildman, and said, "We're sorry. We're sorry all over ourselves. We apologize. We're never going to let it happen again." And then. The gay Gestapo, the bull. Okay, hold on, hold on. Before we get into the gay, hold yeah. on. What does that say on his, he's got a book called The Boy to Man Book. Yep, that he wrote. Brian I Fisher think, wrote it. I think we need to read The Boy to Man Book. That's all I'm saying. And uh -huh. I hope that it ends in a melody of boys to men. That's all <laughs> I'm hoping that we need to read that. Real quick, this is the part of the story where he's going to describe how he bullied Hallmark yeah. Yeah. into doing something yeah. and then... He's mad that somebody when else somebody bullied else Hallmark it. into doing a different thing. When I'm bullying somebody you and giving you my lunch yep. money, it's it's like somebody if, did the exact same thing yeah. I did. If I beat you up and take your yep. lunch money, that's okay. Yeah. But if somebody beats me up and takes your lunch <laughs> money from me, then that guy's a dick. It's exactly the same that's thing. Exactly right? it. It's exactly the same thing. I wanted to dump your books. I didn't want them to dump your oh, books. Oh man. Ooh. We apologize. We're never gonna let it happen again. And then the gay Gestapo, the bullies of the homosexual movement, and remember their theme is homosexuality uber alles. Homosexuality trumps everything. And so they got a hold of Hallmark. They started getting in, getting after it, getting on Hallmark, and they, they folded in about 48 hours. They completely collapsed. Because I mean, there's more people that aren't bigots. It's just, I mean, it's just like, because the numbers aren't with you, right. man. Because you're a tiny little subsect of society of weirdos weirdly obsessed with other yeah. people touching <laughs> each other. I'm on the wrong side of history and everyone notices. <laughs> and at least, you know, to Dan Cathy's credit, it took him several years to completely fold. It took Hallmark 48 hours. They'd completely reversed. Now they're apologizing all over themselves for supporting normative uh, sexuality. Uh, so anyway, they uh, completely reverse field another victory for the gay Gestapo. He keeps on calling him the gay Gestapo, but he's the anti-gay GB. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so, ask not who's been naughty to you, ask who you can be nice to. Sister comes from Right Wing Watch. Touch not the anointed. Lance, all new praise against the effort to impeach. Uh, I thought he was Trump. in like a handjob video or something. <laughs> he's in like one of those, he's in like one of those ones where they don't touch it and the guy like asks for them to touch yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like, just don't. Come on, just a little. <laughs> 
He's just ah! running around the room waiting <laughs> for somebody to touch it. All right, here we go. This is uh, Lance uh, gesticulating wildly and praying. This is uh, awesome because, you know, once in a while, Tom will get it. Tom will find a prayer. And this is perfectly this is- caught by, by Right Wing Watch. It's just him being absolutely nutty. We pray, Lord, for the, for the refreshing momentum and strength to come upon the president of the United States. I pray that every weapon formed against him will not only fail, it'll boomerang that every pit that has been dug for him to fall into, his enemies will fall into every... What is this fucking bounces off of me and Lance on you? That's exactly like I, when, I, when I listened to this, I was like, this is the I'm rubber, your glue prayer. <laughs> That's what it is. He is praying, I'm rubber, yeah. your glue. Also... It didn't work that way in the impeachment. <laughs> I just want to point that out. It's not like it's not like Nancy Pelosi was like, "Damn, they got me for colluding with the Ukraine." <laughs> Fuck. Be nothing has been cast to snare him will become a snare for those that have sent it. Lord, they're not battling with a with a man. They're not. They're battling with the intercession and the mercy of God over America. Lord, America needs mercy. It deserves judgment. But I pray that you. Yeah, it, it's it, well. It's not going to get it in the fucking Senate because he's already said he's not going to. He's not going to call any witnesses. So it deserves mercy and it needs judgment. Those things feel contradictory to me. <laughs> <laughs> I want mercy and judgment. What? They, well, just I'll take the mercy part. Yeah. Actually, like you <laughs> skip your judgy ass bullshit. Yeah. These guys can't skip the judgy ass no, bullshit. They can't. Rise up for the sake of the sheep nations in the earth and for the Christians in this country. The sheep nations of the earth? I think that's everyone that's not America. Oh. I think America, so I think, okay. I think America's in charge. Are we the wolf nation? And, we- <laughs> <laughs> I think America's in charge because somebody had to be in charge. So after Jesus died, yeah. nobody was in charge for like 2,000 years. Yeah, 1,700 years right. thereabouts. Give and or then take. A, then America was in charge. Sure. Then America yeah. came in charge. And now we're still in charge yeah. and all the rest of the nations are sheeples. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And that's the dumbest fucking thing right. ever. I pray that you rise up, send angels down that will tear open the veil of deception and call. Oh, is he goatseeing us right now? <laughs> He's goatseeing. Yes. Isn't he goatseeing yes. us? Yes. You guys can't see this, but at 42. 42 seconds in, that is the answer to the life universe and everything. 42 seconds in, he's goat seeing the screen. <laughs> fucking amazing right now. Cause the minds of Americans to awaken with shock and revelation to the truth. Uh, Lord, I pray that you will have an Elijah anointing that is going to take this seduction of Jezebel, witchcraft, and political self interest and money compromise and cause it. A- oh my God, that's literally Trump. Yeah, I know. Political self-interest and money compromise. There's like no politician in the history of fucking our country that is more compromised by his own fucking money than Trump. And it's 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 amusing to me because like when you when you bring that argument up and you have conversations, I don't know if this happens to you, Cecil, but you have that conversation. It's like there's never a denial that that's the case. Everything I always hear is, well, all politicians are corrupt, which is just like, well, okay. But yours is still super duper. Like we're talking about yours, which you're defending. Yeah. And the defense is, well, they're all like that. Yeah. Well, that's not a defense of that at all. Yeah. Like if they, even if that were true, it's like, all right, well, but the one in supercharge is a problem, right? Yeah. Like then we both agree. What you're basically saying is we both agree, but because the whole system is yeah. fucked, then just fuck it. There'd be a fireful moment there. A uh, fireful moment? A fireful, fireful, full of fire, fireful. It's, there's a whole festival about how fireful this is. <laughs> you can watch, you know, the, the thing is that like, 
They didn't finish the last season of Firefly, yeah, but then they had a movie. It's the same. Well, it's Firefly goes on to Firefall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in America, where we'll be able to see, Lord, the uh, false prophets for what they are. And to see the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Wait, is he going to keep saying that? I hope. I, it's already boring. Yeah. <laughs> by, the, by the middle of the first time he said it, I was already bored. And he's doing this like weird karate chop praying. Hey, well, thing. his whole, the whole time he keeps on like, it's, it's like he's doing the itsy bitsy spider. <laughs> like when he's praying, he's like moving his hands and he's doing his crying and he's moving it. Like he's, he's signed, like this is ASL version of the prayer. <laughs> this whole like, Praying like this, praying in gibberish yeah. stuff that these guys do. They're so good at it. Oh, yeah. Like, because if you if you listen to it, he hasn't said anything oh, no. at all. Yeah. None of this is actually, like, this is just a bunch of nonsense phrases, but he slings them and screws them together in such a way that, it, and he says it like with like a weird, passionate fervor. And you're just like, oh, you're just good at this structurally. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing is happening. You're Absolutely. not thinking about anything. Well, You're not it, asking for anything. It's the Yakov the Ant guy does this too. Yeah, where right. He just, he'll just say random shit that comes into his head and you're like, that. Does nobody in the audience realizes this is random shit. Right. It, it, it sounds, it sounds like fucking Jabberwocky. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's almost stuff. That's yeah. like, we're nearly, right. I get a sense of, yeah. and because it's all interpretable. Yeah. We believe that you're having your way right now, Lord, that you're, we never would have known any of this stuff. We wouldn't have known about the condition of American politics and intelligence. Oh, no, we knew about the condition of American yeah, politics. How would, did God just fucking blow that whistle? Yeah. I would be impressed. Oh. If the whistleblower identity hadn't already been leaked, if the whistleblower turns out to just be the fucking second coming of Jesus, <laughs> standing there in sandals with fucking holes in his hands, blowing through, I'm like, <laughs> he's got the phone up to one ear. He's listening on the call on one ear. He's just yeah. like, this is outrageous. Yeah. I got to step down. <laughs> I got to do something. Hold about on this. a minute. Community or the corruption of media. Had it not been that you did send Trump and we pray that you're going to protect and preserve him and that every weapon that it comes that is forged against him will boomerang because they're hitting the anointing. Touch not the anointed that this man has been anointed. Nobody now, is touching you. That Lance. Dude is, and that dude is going to die in like five years. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine that guy not dying in five years. He doesn't do anything. He's like, he's like one of these weird, like throwbacks to like medieval times that thinks you only have a certain amount of energy in your body. And he won't, he won't work out. Like he's weird and crazy. <laughs> well, you're, the energy in your body is a lot like the water in your dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> If I used, if it's too efficient. <laughs> Cause the anointing to refresh him and his circle, give him people he could trust. Let Mike Pompeo come into a fresh anointing. I love Mike Pompeo. Pray for Mike Pompeo, for William Barr, uh, for John Durham, for the apparatus of what's rising up now. For, for, He's, he, for ran, the, he ran out of people that are in his cabinet because he doesn't know. He couldn't remember anybody else. Yeah. So it's just we, the nobody apparatus. Does. Yeah. Nobody does because they're all temporary. <laughs> I love, like, these guys, like, know a lot of words, and they use, like, kind of close to the right word a lot. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, pray for the apparatus. What? That's the not... What? what? Yeah. No. Like, <laughs> no. No. Lindsay, may he, may he, may he experience, Lord, a, a clarity and a, and, a, and a kind of a righteous indignation. Give... give, uh, give. May he experience clarity and righteous indignation. What good would that do? <laughs> I've been righteously indignant for 41 years. I was born righteously indignant. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, again, he's just saying things. It's like, it's like he has a word of the day calendar. <laughs> Every day he tries to make a prayer on his word of the day calendar. Give, to give to the Senate, Lord God, a mo moments of piercing clarity and judicial 
Uh, yeah, they don't need to pay. It's going to be party lines. They don't need piercing clarity. <laughs> They're going to literally go party line vote. They, what are you, high? Oh, they don't need clarity to arrive at a foregone no conclusion. Shit, right? Authority. And let there be sound bites, Lord, that are going to be a sustained pattern of public persuasion. We're praying for sound bites, though. <laughs> That's what. Like, what I really want is a ten-second story. <laughs> God, can you provide a ten-second story? I really need a great sound bite for your fucking word, <laughs> omniscient creator yeah. of all things. Thank you. Can you give me a sound. Thank bite? you for sending the three thousand-page book, but it's a little long. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little long. Can you send a 10-second Cliff Notes version of your Bible? Five roast beef sandwiches. Five roast beef sandwiches. Five roast beef sandwiches. This story is fucking amazing. This is from the New York Post. <laughs> Missouri church leader tried to pay for sex on Grinder with Arby's card. <laughs> and the, I got to just, I'm just going to read the article to everybody. Yeah, it's, it's short. It's short, short and it's short. great. Yeah. Because I love the way that it's I got I got to say, I got to so say, snarky. New York Post, New York Post, sometimes this is a, this is a fucking highly right leaning rag. And they sometimes can say some things that are actually really funny. <laughs> He tried to lure beefcakes with the meats. We have the meats. <laughs> a Missouri church leader allegedly tried to pay for sex on the gay hookup app Grinder with an Arby's card. That's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing I've ever heard. It's like my favorite thing I've ever heard. It just keeps getting better. Oh, I love it so much. Using the handle <laughs> DILF. <laughs> Barry Cole Pointer, 57, oh. allegedly tried to bed hot college-age guys by offering to pay for gas, clothes, and roast beef sandwiches. <laughs> Look, you got to keep your boys in roast beef. That's how it works. I'll be perfectly frank. I'll be perfectly frank. If someone were to find me and offer me, say, an Italian beef sandwich, yeah. I would do a lot of things for an Italian beef sandwich. Look, sex at a sandwich sounds great. Yeah, yeah. Like, and what? <laughs> Yeah, right? Like, I'm usually after the sex, I'm like, so you hungry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. I love it. The Church of Christ elder, who is also a professor at nearby Truman State University, was busted after a student reported him and a cop went undercover on the app, according to the paper. Pointer allegedly sent the officer a message saying he, quote, would love to have a sugar daddy relationship, end quote, then offered to fill up his gas tank in exchange for sexual favors. That's what it takes to be a sugar daddy. That's I'll fill your gas tank. Jesus, that's sugar easy. daddy is like forty three dollars. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. What are you fucking? I'd be a sugar daddy for like six or seven people. <laughs> <laughs> I could have a sugar harem. What are you talking about? That's amazing. Jesus but Christ. I, I wanna. I do want to stop there for a second though, yeah. because like, like, is it explicitly? Because one, I think, I think. We're just laughing, and I want to make this pretty clear. I'm just laughing that that this guy got caught who's like a priest, right? A preacher, right? That's right, why right. That's why I'm laughing. And the absurdity I, of yeah, it. Yeah, it's absurd, too, because of right. the grinder and yeah. the roast beef thing. That's it. Yeah. It's funny, right? But I also want to say, too, like, if somebody wants to have, like, a sugar daddy, sugar baby relationship, I don't give a fuck. Like, have whatever relationship. These are adults. This is a college. He's talking about college-age people. Right. These are adults having relationships. You have whatever relationship you want. Yeah. I don't well, care about- prostitution is the problem. Again, so I don't care illegal. about prostitution right. either. No, I know. You know right. what I mean? Like, so for me, Prostitution is literally right. 
I don't give a shit. Right. And I also, and also really, let's be honest, sugar baby, sugar daddy relationships are fucking essentially prostitution. Right. It's just you're buying them stuff instead of buying them, you know, paying them outright. Right. You know what right. I mean? I don't care about it. I don't think I'm not being morally judgy about that at all. Literally don't give a fuck about those relationships. I want to get that out of the way. Yeah. So people don't say like, oh, what are you being? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Sex workers, do your thing. Yeah. Do like, your thing. Exactly. Whatever. Do your thing. Yeah. If the younger guy was willing, Pointer said he also might throw in an Arby's card. Instead, Arby's card? <laughs> throw, I might throw it in. I'll fill up your gas Could tank. Could you imagine? Okay. The Arby's card. So here, he's standing there. He's just filled up the gas tank. And there's, there's Pointer. And he's got this Arby's card. And he's kind of playing with it on his face. Like sort of rubbing <laughs> it on himself a little. He's sort of rubbing the meats on himself. And he's like running across his lips. He's like, you want me to throw this in, big boy? <laughs> This is a seven dollar Arby's card. You can get you like do? you can get like two or three roast beef sandwiches for this, depending like, on the tax. Do you think his other like pickup line was like, "What would you do <laughs> for a Klondike bar?" <laughs> he's got a he's got a a five dollar foot long <laughs> card, but he's like, "It's really not that long." I got, okay, no, it's I'm gonna fuck you three times. <laughs> I got three yeah. four dollar yeah. cards. <laughs> Do you think he would have been more successful? Like, I, I mean, I admire that he's trying to like lure people on Grinder with a sandwich. Like, was he trying the same thing on Hoagie the app? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe somebody with a little bit better with technology should have given him some pointers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Instead, he was greeted at the, by officers at the gas station where he tried to flee, according to the paper. When he's pulled over a few blocks away. He allegedly told police he was not doing anything with a minor and was only trying to help by offering gifts to men on the app. He realized what the app's for, sir. It's like, so you went on a on a site that hooks dudes up with other dudes and you're like, yeah, no, I was just trying to be nice. I'm sure there's other more charitable apps out there that you could <laughs> download. I feel like if you're on Grindr, I've never used Grindr because I'm not a gay man, but like, I'm pretty sure, like, unless you're, like, really unpleasant, you don't have to offer to fill someone's gas tank <laughs> to hook up. It's a hookup app. Yeah. Like, you're just like, all right, this isn't working. Well, I don't you know. You guys want a, like, horseradish sauce or something? I don't like, know. I look at this guy, and I think he might need to do some luring. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he was charged with patronizing prostitution, faces six months behind bars. Truman stayed a suspended pointer. It wasn't immediately clear if he was still in his leadership role at the Church of Christ which has, of course, made homophobic nice. comments in nice. the past. Nice, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. it's so great. It's got a roast beef sandwich with a stick on a box. <laughs> just waiting for the next person to come by. Pull the stick out. Stick. I got one. I got it. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Half the people in our audience, more than half probably, um, have penises. And I'm, I'm going to say it's more than half, the Cecil. The other bit like them. <laughs> A lot, I'm sure a right? good percentage of those. A good percentage like them. And it could be that some have a man like them, and that's fine, right? We're not judging. You. I was going to say, like, I, I I have a penis. Yes. Yeah. And I got to say, it's I'm not, pro my dick. I, I am absolutely pro my dick, too. Yeah. And if you're pro your dick, yep. you should check out Healthy Male. You should. You know, just about every man over the age of 25 has experienced some sort of erectile dysfunction issue. And for some, it's more than just occasionally. So, now you can avoid the time and the embarrassment of going to the doctor to get ED drugs like Viagra or Cialis by just calling Healthy Mail. HealthyMail.com has been around helping men discreetly for over 20 years. 
Uh, they've prescribed almost 3 million prescriptions. They do it all online. There's no need to visit your local gas station and buy some of those phony snake oil treatments. That shit doesn't work. Doesn't work. It's literally, it's like five hour energy for your right. cock. It's right. totally not worth it. Just because the name of something yeah. is horny yeah. goat weed yeah. doesn't mean it's going to do anything to your dick. Exactly. There's a reason yeah. drug companies are like, we found a thing. That helps yeah. your dick. If the horny goat weed worked, they would put it in a capsule and right. call it something. Right. Yeah. Most orders are shipped in a day with discreet packaging right to wherever you're at. Your home, your office, hotel, vacation destination, FedEx pickup location. I will say this. Wait, you know, like eventually when they get the drone thing, you could be banging someone in your car and just call <laughs> healthy mail. Right. right? And then right. just get a drone delivery. You just, you just look, you look, please hold. Yeah. Just, you just <laughs> look. We're going to take a cuddle break. I will say, please hold works so well during foreplay. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. The best part, unlike most companies online, there's no subscription service that you have to cancel. HealthyMail.com will only ship your pills when you order them. It will never automatically charge your card so every month. So it's it's blue pill, not blue apron. Is that how it works? <laughs> is, that, is that how this works? <laughs> Right now, Healthy Mail is offering to our listeners 20 pills for $49. That includes the doctor's prescription and the free shipping. You've never gotten a prescription for anything that cheap. No kidding, right? Like you can't even get the prescription, much less the drug. Like The doctor's not seeing you yeah. and saying, here's how to fix anything for $49. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Um, you can order online at uh, www.healthymail.com. You can call 877-4-VIAGRA. That's 877, the number four, and Viagra spelled out. Be sure to mention the offer code GLORY. You get 20 pills for $49. Guys, requests for medications are not guaranteed. They still have to be approved by a U.S. licensed physician. Just know that. Go ahead and call 877-4-VIAGRA. See if you're eligible. Avoid the doctor's visits for your ED once and for all. Again, the offer code here is GLORY. This is, this is pretty fucked up. Uh, this story is from The Guardian. Facebook ads are spreading lies about anti-HIV drug PrEP, um, and the company won't act. So there are there, there's a company which is spreading fear about PrEP. So PrEP, we I learned about PrEP when we had the guys from uh, uh, Wyoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we didn't know about it. I had no idea, had about, no idea PrEP. about it. And yeah. like, PrEP is this awesome drug that you can take if you're in a high-risk category and like your chances of getting HIV are significantly fucking diminished. Yeah. Like really like double digits awesome significantly diminished if you're taking PrEP. Um, and so it's a, it's a great drug. And it's like one of these things, I read this article and it's like, well, this is great. This should exist. And then it's like there's, there's a company out there spreading fucking disinformation about the effectiveness and the safety of PrEP. And there's no mechanism to yeah. fight this disinformation. Yeah. And this shit spreads like a goddamn wildfire because like all information is just like out there to be consumed. And the consumption of information is what helps to move information. Oh, it's not, it's even worse than that because it's, it's targeted, right? So right. like Facebook, you can target. So you're targeting this group of people, and this is yes. a, this is a yes. so this is a, a law firm that's trying to spread yeah. misinformation about this drug so that they can make a class action suit. Right. That's what they're trying to do is try to drum up drum up business for this class action suit. Well, the problem is is that if you put out misinformation out there, then you're gonna and you target a group of people because you can target a group of people. Right. Way this is way more dangerous than it used to be with like stuff on TV, right? When right. you just like blast shit out on TV. It's way worse than that. And there's no 
There's nothing that's sort of a regulation. At least the FCC, there's some sort of regulation behind right. that. There's some sort of body that sees this and says, no, that's not good. We can't do that. We can't let that go on the air, et cetera, et cetera. Or they find, you know, they'll let it go on the air. But companies that do stuff on that do stuff on the broadcast waves, they have probably, I would imagine, an FCC compliance officer, somebody who works for them. That, you know, because the FCC isn't policing everything that goes out. What probably happens is they have their own internal person who's like, nope, the FCC will fuck us for that. Don't yep. put that out there. It's probably a general counsel, right? Who just knows what's good and what's bad for the FCC. So they specifically have a person in-house who's like going to be their compliance officer who's like, yeah, no, yes and no, yes and no. And when they and there's a body out there that enforces against that. There's nothing like that yep. on Facebook because these companies don't have to have a Facebook compliance officer because there's no teeth to anything. There's, and they can it's essentially the Wild West because they, this is compliant. Because like that's the thing yeah. is that it's okay to lie on there. Yeah. It's okay to like it is okay to say things that is not out of compliance. Like there is yeah. no compliance regulation. Right. It is entirely within the bounds of the organization and the structure to make up shit that eventually will cause somebody to have AIDS. Like somebody's going to get AIDS because of this. Yeah. Like people are not going to take prep and then they're going to become HIV positive and then they're going to have AIDS because of this. Right. Because like we have a structure which is said like, I'm not policing anything. There are no rules here. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Like that's really scary and fucked up. And like, that's like people are going to get hurt because yeah. of that. And it's and and like we said, it's more targeted. Yeah. It's just more targeted, and so there's a better chance that someone's going to see this that that can be yeah. fucked up by it. Right? Yeah. Hey, I'm a Mormon. This is crazy. Black is the scriptures. If baptized, maybe. A Tennessee deputy is accused of groping a woman and forcing her to choose between jail and being dunked in a lake in a late night baptism. What the what? Yep. Court documents show Chandel Marie Riley is suing Hamilton County and deputies Jacob Goforth and Daniel Wilkie for $11 million in connection with a February traffic stop. Riley says Wilkie followed her to a friend's house from a gas station around 10 or 11 p.m. on February 6th, where he initiated a traffic stop. He told her he believed she was in possession of meth and started to perform a search during which he groped her in order to remove and shake out her bra, according to the lawsuit. Jesus Christ. In the car, he finds a single marijuana cigarette, which she admitted to having. Then, Wilkie told Riley she was a piece of shit and asked her if she was saved and believed in Jesus Christ, the suit went on. God, Wilkie allegedly told her, had been speaking to him throughout the entire interaction. Wilkie then offered to keep her out of jail if she let him baptize her in Saudi Lake. Saudi Lake. Saudi Lake. Saudi Lake. Saudi Lake, by the way, is in nearby Saudi Daisy. I love that. The lawsuit says Wilkie escorted her to the lake, stripped her to a, stripped down to his underwear while she refused to take off her clothes. He then arrived at the lake in time to witness the ritual as Wilkie dunked Riley beneath the water. At no point did Wilkie ever speak to a judge on Riley's behalf <laughs> as he told her. He, he would. So he he's like, here's the thing. I'm going to charge you with this crime. I will speak to a judge on your behalf if you let me dunk you in the fucking ice water in the middle of the night. And she's like, okay, if it'll help. Yeah. Like, what a weird thing anyway to just be like, well, if it'll help my, my case, sure. And then he's like, nah. Nah. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I'd have to tell the judge about groping you yeah. and making her take your clothes off and dunking you in this yeah. lake. So that puts me in an awkward spot. That'd be awesome you know if what? he comes in and he's just like, hey. here's the thing, your honor. After I got done groping her, <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Everything, everything is wrong with that story. Yeah, like yeah. this is like the easiest $11 million anybody should I'll ever I'll tell you win. what, if that's, if it's true, you know, cause again, yeah, it's, a, it's right. alleged by a, by a suit, but if it's true, absolutely. You know, but isn't this why, like we've talked about this before, like, Oh no, we don't need body cams. Can you imagine watching this body cam footage? Well, Jesus wanted me to touch titties and dunk you in this water. Okay. All right. Yeah. We're just going to start writing a check. Just yeah. so start writing. That's payable yeah. to me. They should just carry Thank around. You. They should just carry around big giant size novelty checks in their trunk next to the assault rifle that's in there. And every time that they violate someone's rights, they get out their Sharpie and sign away a bunch of the city's money to them. <laughs> The suit, the suit itself should be like attached to somebody like at home base who could watch and be like, okay, all right. And they hit a button, like the suit freezes up, he can't move. And like it starts pushing money out like an ATM. <laughs> it's like one of those things. You remember when you go and you go to the thing and there's that push thing for the quarters? Yeah. Where you, that's what happens is suddenly just change starts falling out of them. <laughs> So what's more real, Santa Claus or climate change? Climate change. Thank you, Jesus. Santa Claus! Santa Claus! That's a serious question. Climate change! Santa Claus! Looks like we'll never know. This story comes from Raw Story. Kill the gays, pastors, suggests climate activist Greta Thunberg is demonically possessed and needs Jesus. This is Kevin Swanson saying Kevin this. Kevin Swanson. Now, Kevin Swanson is the guy who said that he should be covered in sackcloth and ashes. And poop or something. And, like, dig himself in a well of poo and say, hang out. Like, I, should, I should cover myself in feces yeah, and hang out in a gay wedding. wedding. Because I, I want to be pig pen at the gay wedding, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, we're not going to play all this because it's like three and a half minutes long. But I am going to play. I'm going to play maybe the first minute, minute and a half. Of this. Here is a picture of the collapse of the West. I think more than anything I've ever seen, this the most iconic picture of the death of the West ever. And that is that Time Magazine has appointed Time's Person of the Year to Greta Thunberg. Greta. Yeah, really made Trump mad. Oh, it really, really made, upset it really him upset so him. much. It really upset him. You know what? What's great about that is like Trump doesn't seem to understand that person of the year. Like I think, like it doesn't mean like most admired no. person of the year. No. Like wasn't Osama bin Laden the time person they, of the year? They they've done they've done some of these where they're like the person of the year, the person of the year. They did one where they're like you're the person person of the year. They had a a mirror on there and they're like you yeah. and I'm like oh my god they. I'm the best they could do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Trump seems to confuse person of the year with like best person yeah, of the year. Yeah. Not like most influential. Well, he or had capturing part of the zeitgeist. <laughs> Nobody can be Michigan man of the year that many times. <laughs> That's just how it works. Nobody well, can be Michigan man, Michigander of the year. Michi I love that he's that like he claimed that he was Michigan man of the year, but he looks like the Michelin man of the year. <laughs> Yeah, some 15, 16 years of age. Yeah. The prophetess of the new age, Greta Thunberg. She is that teenager from Stockholm, Sweden, and she is the prophetess that speaks at the United Nations, no less. Uh, this is what she said. This is a piece of what she said to the United Nations, speaking to the world, instructing the leaders of the entire world concerning her 
Just, Could you hate somebody's voice more yeah. than his voice? Also, this guy gives a lot of cred to the United Nations that it doesn't deserve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like genuinely gives so much cred to this where it's just like all the leaders of the world. Yeah. They all sit there and they get their fucking programming drilled into them. Right? Right. As if the United Nations, they all go back, well, we got our instructions from yeah. Greta. Exactly. Greta everybody, came everybody got your syllabus yeah. from Greta? Yeah. And also, here's, here's what they constantly say they're like getting our instructions. She's like, she didn't instruct anybody on anything. No. She just shamed them like they should be shamed. That's yeah. it. Well, I think that's why they're so reactive. Yeah. I think they're reactive because it's a she. Yeah. I think they're reactive because it's a young person. Yeah. And I think they're reactive because like she's refusing to enter into a debate on the facts. Yeah. What she's doing instead is saying like, this shit is fucking poison and you know it and yeah. you're pretending you don't know it and you're going to fucking kill us. Yeah. And she, it's not like, the, she's it's, it's unequivocal. The message is emotionally yeah. unequivocal. Right. And they don't like it. And her prophetic an announcements and pronouncements for the day. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? All right. So, so there it is. That's the yeah. None of that's a prophecy. Those are all scientific. Yeah. E ecosystems are collapsing. It's literally true. That is, there's we can't we cannot have a substantive conversation that has scientific backing that does not involve the absolute facts that ecosystems right. are 100 collapsing. 100. Yes, and we are in the middle of a major mass extinction. That is a, that is another 100 true statement. That's happening right now. You can't. You can't know a sciencing thing without knowing yeah, that. Yeah. You can't even accidentally, like, you can't even watch, like, like, you can't even watch the new, like, BBC documentaries, like, the new nature documentaries without that message being first and foremost in those doc nature documentaries. I went to um, uh, the Museum of Science and Industry here in Chicago to go see the Christmas lights. They have a Christmas lights display every year. And I went there to go see it um, this last Saturday. And I hadn't been in the museum since last year. Yep. Oh, no, I went last year. And uh, I didn't really walk around the museum last year. I kind of just went to the lights thing and then kind of left, you know, didn't sure. really do a lot. And this year I got there early enough where the crowd, the crowds weren't, there was enough crowds, you know, still kind of smallish group of people there. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll go for a little walk. And I walked into the area where they're talking about climate change. Oh, And it's, I got to say one, if you're familiar with the Museum of Science and Industry for my entire life, it's been the museum with a bunch of broke shit. I don't know if you've been <laughs> I know. But it's essentially everything is literally broken. Right. Like there's like a crank thing and you're just like, you just sit there and spin it and nothing happens. Right. Buttons you press don't work. <laughs> it's been, and it's been like it's that, like that my whole life. Like my whole yeah. life. I went in there, this, this, I was absolutely blown away by their climate. Really? Uh, their climate uh, exhibition that they have. It is unbelievable state-of-the-art, amazing. They have giant pillars, like 20 or maybe about, maybe 10 of these giant pillars. And each one of these giant pillars has playable movies. You walk up and it's touchscreen and it's huge and it's vibrant and it's beautiful. And they they pull no punches in that. They're talking about, uh, they're showing all the stuff. And I and I was, I thought for sure, Museum of Science and Industry right. would have some, you know, because there's a lot of industry backers. It's been heavily yeah. industry. And it's been a lot of oil backers this pulled no punches. So it feels like they put science first here. Wow. At least at least from the stuff that I saw. I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to say that I 100% examined the exhibition. So I didn't, right. I didn't. And I'm also not a scientist, so I didn't do that. But from the glances that I was able to put through stuff, uh -huh. 
it felt like it was pushing a narrative that was like, no, climate change is absolutely 100% real. Wow. And uh, and they had this beautiful uh, place where you could see a movie and it really cleverly filmed on a globe. So you sit inside of this area and, oh, it, and it's cool. filmed on a globe so that each piece of it, everybody can see the whole thing, but it's all one piece. So it's showing you on a planet, essentially, the, the extension of the dinosaurs and, you know, uh, like how bad that was. And they're talking about mass extinctions. And this is, this is you know, the museum of, like I say, the museum of science and industry. Right. A place that might actually have a way to spin this. Nope. I thought for sure they were going to be like, oil's good for you. Or I whatever. know, right? Like, that place has always been yeah, like, it's like, here's your can of motor oil. Yeah. That place has always or been like, or this on a frog. <laughs> coal. Ain't it great? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> here's some, here you go. Everybody gets to drown a duck in oil. Here you go. Everybody just pick a duck and then drown it in oil. But nope. Problem is the duck would be broken when you got there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the duck's just kind of quack. It's like, it's like one of those squeezy ducks that screams. The prophet is speaking what, 14, 15 years of age, to the entire world. We're going to get to the Isaiah 3 passage in just a moment. I know that most of our listening audience is going to be, that's Isaiah 3. But this is the iconic picture of what is happening at the death of the West. Friends, this is it. This is the unraveling of uh, the Western world. This is what it looks like. Are you kidding me? The death of the West, all the horrible shit that we have done, like, the death of the West, like we're going to look at our history of Western culture. We're yeah. like, yeah, all the awful, yeah. terrible, fucking evil shit that right. we've done. Yeah. And like this girl being like, hey, we should pay attention to climate change. That's, That's the thing the that we're going to get. Yeah. yeah, There's a giant scale on the one side is smallpox blankets and the other right. side is Greta Thunberg. Yeah. And you're like, those are equal. Yeah, yeah right. World War II. Yeah. Or, the, or, you know, hey, slavery's on one side. Greta Thunberg's on the other. Because I don't know. How much does a yeah. witch weigh? Yeah. The unlawful invasion of Iraq. Exactly. Yeah, how much does a witch weigh? <laughs> <laughs> so we want to thank our patrons. And this week hey. we can thank our patrons. We want to thank all our patrons. But first, we want to thank uh, our patrons, Darcy, Wendy, Michael, James, Travis, Jess, Casey, Taru, Adam, Joel, James, John, Leah, Brian, Alexi, Tessa, Benjamin, Alex, Roger, Carol, Nat, Daniel, Joshua, Brian, Chad, Kathleen, Julie, Tristan, Derek, and Dustin. Thank you so much for your generous Thank donations. You. We really do appreciate it. Travis, Leah, Carol, Nat, and Julie, send us a message at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com or ian at dissonancepod.com. You're going to want to send him a message. Only you people, not everybody <laughs> who, who signed up, only you people. We're giving away mugs to a certain number of people who sign up. We haven't done it in a while. Send a message to that address with your address and we will send you a citation needed mug. All you have to do is promise to listen to one episode of Citation Needed. <laughs> Thank you so much for being patrons. We really do truly appreciate it. You guys, we, we put a lot of work into this show. The show requires a an extensive amount of work and your patronage uh, goes to help buy us food, pay for a roof where we can actually record this and pay an employee's salary. So we want to thank you guys very much for doing that. So we got a message from Rina or Rina. I don't know how you pronounce that in Russia, uh, but uh, they mentioned that uh, one of the things that we said on our show was for Vulgarity for Charity that $50... Um, 
we wanted people to give donate $50, $50 gets you a roast. We should have told people that anything less is perfectly fine. Yeah. And I think we might've said that once, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I think next year we're going to make sure we really, we really push that out that any amount is perfectly fine. $50 gets you a roast. Right. Um, but thank you for reminding us. And next year we will definitely do that. Um, it, we, we want to make sure that because every, every amount gets counted towards the total. And, uh, and I know that everybody is really excited to try to make that total as big as possible to sort of show everybody that atheists can donate money and atheists are charitable. Yeah, and we certainly don't want anybody to feel excluded from a charity drive. So, and you know what, guys, there's still time. So you can always, there's no time for roast, but yeah. there's always time to donate to Modest Needs. Absolutely. If you want to give to Modest Needs, they can use it. Absolutely. So, every, every moment. Absolutely. We got a message from Sarah and Sarah said that on 501, we were talking about uh, who were the, because there's a moment where uh, Mark Taylor and the Mick Files are having a conversation. Oh God, about and, hanging people? And they're talking about like, and, and, and Mark Taylor asks the guy, the Mick Files guy, hey, Chris McDonald, when was the last person to be executed <laughs> for treason? And Chris McDonald explodes his cheeks out just, he's like, um, oh, uh, and he fucking like fucking wanders around the room for five minutes um, and he couldn't answer the question. And so Sarah looked it up and Sarah said that the last person in the United States to be killed for treason was a person by the name of William Mumford in 1862 for tearing down an American flag during the Civil War. Jeez, that's rough. Pretty ruthless. Um, and then the other person uh, in the UK, uh, the UK actually executed someone in 1942 for treason, uh, but we've not done that. Uh, all the other ones are basically put in prison. So that's what we do with them. Um, but yeah, thank you for looking that up. That's a guy. I'm glad that's you knew that. Mark yeah. fucking Mark Taylor didn't know and neither did fucking whatever that guy's name is. That's the danger of asking a question on a live show. Live stream, baby. Uh, we got a message from uh, the longest named city in uh, in the UK. And is I'm that not what gonna, I'm not going to say that because I can't, but it's the it's that it's the longest named city. It's got like, I don't even know. It's like, it's a, like 150 characters long. Oh. Um, but they said, a friend asked me to describe the Dobbenmeyer segment. The hosts make fun of a mentally ill man yelling about the Jews. It's okay because your uncle probably listens to him. <laughs> yeah, I, You're not wrong. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, he, he's mentally ill in the sense that like he's a hateful, terrible bigot. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess all terrible bigots are uh, at least a little mentally Anti, ill. Yeah, right. So Matt sends us a message, and Matt says, uh, for his five for our five hundredth, he's gonna make a he's gonna make a laugh track of us laughing, and uh, and he said that. It got, the file got way too big, so there's no way. He started doing it like at a, and he got to like a hundred. He was like, this file's too big. I think it would crash the system. There's no way I could do it. And he's like, and I, and he did some quick maths. I've wasted four, 541 minutes of my life listening to the skeptic creed. God, let damn. alone you guys laughing. You've wasted way more of your life, Matt. Don't, who are you kidding? Who are you kidding? Uh, thanks for being a listener though, Matt. We appreciate it. So Zach sends in a message and Zach wants us to talk about uh, a little bit about electric vehicles. And he says, one of the main concerns people have about electric vehicles is finding places to charge them on long trips. There's uh, three different types uh, of fast chargers with each variable variable availability, especially in, in rural areas. Um, and they also aren't always in good working order. I always wondered about this because for me, I wonder like, do I have to pay them money to charge? Is it like, is it like a, some are, yeah. some are pay, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause you, I mean, it's not like it's free energy. It's not right. like it's, you know, just yeah. energy that's just sitting around. They have to get it from coal nowadays. That's right. where they well, normally get but it. It's, it's so some, some chargers you pay for other chargers in places where they want to encourage people to just go to. So like 
There are retail locations that I've seen that have free electric chargers. Oh, nice. Because they want people to be there. So yeah. it's like, oh yeah, if I've got a, there's three grocery stores in town and this one has an electric charging station. I'll go to that one. I'm going to go to that one. Yeah. So it's it's smart for them to put those charging stations in as an nice. inducement to get people to shop nice. in the shopping yeah. center. Yeah, I, I know that the I know that the batteries and the fast charging is a, is a problem with the electric vehicles. Sure. You can't go on long trips with them. You can't do stuff like that. But if we had a proper infrastructure in this country where long trips weren't an issue with like high speed rails and shit, then it wouldn't be an issue. Right. And I think like with some of the some of the longer range electric vehicles, you can go 300 miles or yeah. so. So you got 300 miles and you got to stop and you got to charge a car and you got to plan that shit out. It's, yeah. it's a different. It's it's certainly a different way to drive on a road trip. Yeah. But you know, how often is how often are you driving yeah. over 300 miles in a single trip? Yeah. I'm not saying you never do it. I'm saying it's infrequent. Oh, this was funny. This is from Aaron and he sent us some messages. <laughs> it was, we're just going to put it on this week's. It's a, it's one of those things you get from Google that says click all the things that are like this. So we're going to put it on this week's show notes. This is episode 502. Oh, uh, well, that is going to wrap it up for this week. This is Christmas for everybody. So um, this last- What have you done? <laughs> this is going to be our Christmas show. We're going to be releasing it um, a day before Christmas, two days before Christmas. What day is Monday, Monday is, the, is Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, so a couple days before Christmas. Um, we are having tonight, this is Thursday night, we are watching the debates. We are indeed. And we are going to, after we're done with the debates, we're going to go live. You won't be able to hear this and all the patrons and whatever. We're going to, you know, clearly if you let, if you, if you saw our social media feed, you saw this, but if you didn't, um, you might have missed it. But if you want to hear our take on the debates, um, all you have to do is go to our YouTube channel, our Twitch channel, Facebook Live uh, place where you can watch us. And you can watch the, the video that we recorded on Thursday night where we talked about what happened at the Democratic debates. If you're interested in that kind of thing, go check it out. We'll post the link to people on Patreon. Uh, but if you are out there and you're interested, check it out. We, uh, we spent some time uh, doing a little Christmas thing. And we also spent some time talking about the Democratic debates. Um, and that's available for anybody to go see and go watch. And if you're there and you're watching YouTube, subscribe to our channel. Go to our channel and subscribe. It's really nice to have uh, more people subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel that they'll get notifications. If you're on Twitch what, and you watch us on Twitch, ch subscribe there uh, so that we can uh, we can send you. Uh, you'll get notifications when we come on, things like that, when we're going to live stream. And it just helps uh, helps get that uh, that material and that, that content to you. Uh, it streamlines that. So uh, if you have an opportunity... Uh, go check it out. You know, it also helps us build the show. You yeah, know, we'd, we'd like to we'd like to have an opportunity to reach more people across different platforms. So, you know, if you have an opportunity to go over there and and hit subscribe and hit like and all that kind of good shit, you know, that's useful for us. And uh, and we're going to be back on on Thursday next week. We'll be doing another live stream, so you can check it out on YouTube and other places. Just go to dissonancepod.com. Uh, and you can find our social media feeds. Absolutely, it will be posted on our social media feeds. So all you have to do is just uh, follow that. It looks like our regular standing time is going to try to be nine nine o'clock, yep. nine p.m. Central Time. We will let you know if that changes uh, through our social media feeds throughout the day. So you want to go check those out beforehand. But come come join us live. We we do interact with chat. It's not a hundred percent chat based, but we do stop and interact with chat on occasion. So if you're interested, um, check it out. We're going to try to do this uh, every week if we can. So uh, so come find us on YouTube and subscribe. It'd be great. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night infodocutainment. 
Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands. Bloody. Evidential. Conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.